What? He's the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America. One voice united we stand. And to all of the naysayers. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because we're going to tell you the truth. Set the record straight and give you the facts because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. I uh, got a little breaking news here in the last few minutes. And? Senator, Rich, Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat of Connecticut, has yes. just announced he will support the Iran deal. So that makes 39 Senate Democrats. They only needed how many? Well, they only needed 34 to stop a veto override of any veto of a disapproval resolution. But right. if they can get two more... They would be at 41, and then they could filibuster the GOP resolution of disapproval on the Iran nuclear deal. There's only So they need two out of the last three undecided Democrats, and I think the last three off the top of my head are Maria Cantwell of Washington State, uh, Gary Peters of Michigan, and Ron Wyden of Oregon. I'm pretty sure those are the three left who are undecided. So Blumenthal uh, of... Uh, of Connecticut going for it. Uh, earlier today, we heard uh, Joe Manchin of West Virginia say he would vote against the deal. Uh, that was sort of a, a surprise since he'd said some good things about it back in August. But 39 Senate Democrats have now said that they would support President Obama on the Iran deal. So again, the debate and votes might be a little anticlimactic at this point in time, but it doesn't mean they're not going to have them. And we'll forge ahead with the start of Senate debate on the Iran uh, deal later today. And then the House will start debate tomorrow. The House likely to vote by Friday. A Senate vote still unclear in terms of timing right now. Well, they did a good job of trying to confuse the public because some people are confused. I know it is a resolution of disapproval. So if you vote for it, you are a resolution of disapproval. So if you vote for the resolution of disapproval, you're voting against the Iran deal. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, In this now, case, if you're voting yes, you're voting to disapprove it. So yes means you don't like the deal. And now I see that Michigan Senator Gary Peters has announced he is supporting it. So that brings the Senate Democratic total to 40 at this point in time. So they just need one more vote to make it filibuster proof, uh, to be able to filibuster and uh, stop this thing before it even gets to the president's desk. Okay. I know why, for why, what, clarify this. Why will 41 Democrats... Uh, make it filibuster proof. I don't well, get because that. you will still need 60 votes in the Senate to advance this resolution of disapproval to the president's desk. It's just like any other okay. piece of legislation in the Congress. Except it's just flip-flop because it's a resolution of disapproval. Exactly. Okay. So the Democrats could still block it and keep it from even getting to the president's desk. So then we wouldn't even have a veto to override or to try to override in the Congress. I think the White House and Democratic leaders would much rather just shut this thing down right now 
with a filibuster in the Senate than have it go on for another couple of weeks. And, you know, that's very much I think we can sort of stop and look at the broad scene of politics right now here in D.C. And that's clearly been the strategy from Democrats this year. What's the one thing we talked about early in the year with the new Republican majority? What did they want to do? They wanted to pass as many bills as they could and get them to the president and force him to do what? Veto stuff. But in the end, what happened on the first bill? Remember, they could uh, Keystone Pipeline took forever and ever and ever. They finally got to the president. He vetoed it. What else has been vetoed? Not much, I don't think. Why? Because the Democrats, well, as I always say, if you do not have the 60 votes in the Senate to do stuff, it doesn't matter how much you talk about it. You're not going to be able to get it done. I know there's a lot of people on the Republican side who believe that their leadership is not tough enough, strong enough, active enough. You know, you fill in the blank on whatever descriptive word you want to use. But this is another example. Certainly, the Republican Party has been very vocal about the Iran deal and their opposition to it. But uh, unable to get many Democrats to their side, it may be a case where this doesn't even get to the president. So bottom line at this point in time, Democrats seem to have 40 votes. They need one more from either Ron Wyden of Oregon or Maria Cantwell of uh, Washington State. And then they could just stop the Iran disapproval uh, resolution in its tracks in the Senate. It would never get to the president for his veto. And as a total of how many Democrats in the Senate? 45 at this right. point in time. But, or we're now but 46, 46. 46. But we've had, what, four Democrats Four Democrats say opposed. No. You're absolutely opposed. Right. Okay. Yeah, opposed to the deal. You're so absolutely correct. So the most they could get is 32, and so you got another two that haven't declared yet. Yep, we've got the two undecideds are both from the West Coast, Ron Wyden of Oregon, Maria Cantwell of, uh, of Washington State. They're both from states with two senators who are Democrats, and the others have already said they would support the deal. So we'll have to see what they decide. But, so, yeah, it, it could be um, one of those things where we know the outcome fully before the debate even begins later today at 2 o'clock. As far as you know, all of the Republicans are voting against it, right? Yeah, we haven't heard from everybody. There was, you know, some people have been wondering, I, maybe I missed it over the weekend. If I did, I, I apologize in advance, but I haven't seen anything out of Susan Collins, for example, of Maine. Um, but uh, at this point in time, everybody expecting all Republicans to be uh, against the deal and in favor of this resolution of disapproval. Now, remember, for those who say, well, you know, and I, I saw some of this this weekend on social media. Well, the Republican leadership should have never allowed the president to do this. They passed this Corker bill and this was a big mistake. You know, if they hadn't done that Corker bill, which laid out this process that we're going through right now, Herman, there would be no vote on anything for the Republicans to have. The only thing they would be able to do would be to pass a non-binding resolution against the Iran nuclear deal. So, uh, you know, again, you don't run the White House. You don't have 60 votes in the Senate. Your power is limited. I know it's it's not an argument a lot of people like to hear from me repeatedly, but this is yet another example of it. That rally where Cruz and Trump was supposed to speak, when is that supposed to be? Or has uh, it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. So by the time that happens, we could effectively know, well, we already know the outcome pretty much. By, but by that time, it may not even matter us other than just allowing people to vent their frustration against the agreement, against the president and against Democrats in general. But Donald Trump and Ted Cruz are supposed to be here along with a number of others. So I'm sure it'll be the big political story tomorrow on the Hill for sure. Well, I know it's a long shot, but I suppose some Democrats could change their mind, but that's probably not likely because they do stick together right or wrong, and you know, a lot of um, people feel that it's uh, the wrong thing to do. Yeah, absolutely, and it's understandable. I think uh, I do think because it became such a, a uh, and I'm not blaming anybody for this, it's just, just think the way things work out. It became a very political story. You know what I mean, Herman? I mean, because I the Republican opposition was very strong. 
And that made it much more difficult, I think, to attract Democrats over uh, because it, it obviously had gotten caught up in the presidential race. And, and I think the administration was able to make the argument to a number of Democrats that, OK, well, what else are you going to do? And if you look at the statements of a number of Democrats who announced their support, they simply said, well, I don't like either option. But in the end, they decided they should at least take the deal that they had. And obviously, a lot of Republicans see this deal as totally weak and not getting the job done. Again, if you just tuned in, we're up to 40 Democrats now in the Senate who are standing by the president on the Iran deal. If they get one more, then this plan will never get down to the president for a veto. Now, the next big battle is going to be on the budget. Why is it that the president and the Democrats are always able to blame Republicans for it, even though it may not be their fault? Hey, Herman, um, I'm going to yeah. stop you right there because now we've just gotten the last one. The dam is broken. Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, uh, I've just seen up here pop on my screen, has announced that he's supporting. So now there are 41 Senate Democrats. So it looks like this thing will be filibustered, the resolution of disapproval on the Iran deal. How's that for breaking news for our segment today, Herman? That is breaking Doing news. Doing a little play-by-play. Sorry, yeah. go ahead and ask me your next question. Go All ahead. All right. Okay. So, so they can't stop it with a the filibuster. They can't. Uh, they yeah. can stop it. I see. They can stop it by forcing a filibuster so it won't get to the president's desk, which means that the deal will go through. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's where we are. looks like there'll be okay. no veto by President Obama because there's enough Democrats now to filibuster this and just stop this resolution of disapproval in the U.S. Senate. Well, I think voters are going to have a long memory on this one. That's just one man's opinion. My yep. next question was, the budget battle is the next thing that's going to come up. How is it that the Democrats are always so confident, including President Obama, that they'll be able to blame the Republicans if the Republicans try to force a shutdown. I do think a lot of it goes back to the shutdown in 1995-96 when uh, part of the federal government was shut down for a number of weeks and Democrats felt like they got the best of Newt Gingrich and the Republicans back then. Um, you know, the, the, the other problem, I think, for Republicans is there is not a united front within the GOP on doing something like this. I mean, even last time when it was... Uh, mainly over the Obama health law and stopping funding for that. The, the, the Republican Party was not of one voice about that strategy. Again, a lot of the internal battles that we've had over the last few years within the Republican Party have not been as much about substance as about strategy. Uh, you know, the, the core group of the Tea Party type lawmaker that wants a very aggressive stance and a, you know, very just uh, go, uh, go for it with as much uh, firepower as you can, even though they don't have the votes to actually achieve what they want to achieve. But there's other in the party, uh, you know, veterans, more establishment people that are not interested in those kind of fights. So uh, uh, part of it is that the Democrats are able to stick together. They've got the guy in the White House. It makes it a lot easier for them to stand by him and point the finger at Republicans. And then the other thing is the GOP not all on the same page. And as I look at what's coming up here in the next few weeks, I don't think the GOP is on the same page again when it comes to a shutdown fight. We've already seen the Senate Majority Leader say he's not interested in doing that. Uh, we've got some uh, Republicans who'd like a shutdown battle over Planned Parenthood funding. And yet I'm sure if we uh, uh, later today want to go talk to a number of members, I will bet there will be a number of Republicans who will say, you know, we can pass something like that, but we can't get it through the Senate. We can't get it to the president and they won't be interested in that. So rightly or wrongly, that's where the GOP is right now. And I, I don't see that changing at this point. 
Will the battle on the budget be more over the total amount of spending or individual departments? Well, right now, really, the battle of the budget won't be about any of that. It'll be just a stopgap temporary budget to keep the government running, Herman, because uh, funding runs out at the end of this month. And then after that, going toward the end of the year, then we'll get down to the issue of how much more to spend. The administration wants to add about $39 billion for domestic spending and about another $39 billion for defense. There's a lot of Republicans who would like to spend more money on defense. They're not as interested in the domestic side. And frankly, that may be where the deal lies at the end of the year. The Republicans get $39 billion extra for the, the Pentagon, and the Democrats get $39 billion more for domestic programs. It's what we would call a deal. Uh, I don't know that it'll, uh, it'll get that much support amongst, obviously, uh, uh, the Tea Party types in Congress, but I just wonder if that's where we're headed at the end of the year. Once again, the breaking news announcement is that the there are enough Democrat votes in the Senate now that have been pledged to stop a potential filibuster. And as a result, the Iran deal put together by President Obama and John Kerry will go through. It's the way it looks like from here. You're absolutely right, Herman. Some people will be happy. Some people will be unhappy. Thanks a lot, Jamie. See you tomorrow, buddy. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. When you're listening to Herman Cain, Herman Cain, you won't miss any breaking news. And you'll never miss out on a single solution for a better America. Herman Cain is on Coast to Coast. If you do not like the Iran deal, it's still not too late for you to let your senators know. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.